This is Heather Land, and you are listening to the Radical Radiance Podcast. Hey friends, welcome to the Radical Radiance Podcast. I am your host, Rebecca George. I'm so thrilled to be with you today as we have such a fun conversation with my new friend, Heather Land. You may know her for her I Ain't Doing It videos that have been around for, gosh, probably 10 years. She has made me laugh so much. And we got to talk today all about her age gap tour, about the film she just starred in called Family Camp. It releases on May 13th, so you can go grab it and check your local listings to see where it's playing. And I just can't wait to share it with you. But before we get to the conversation, I want to share about one of our sponsors, the Shine Bright Journal. The Shine Bright Journal is a free journal that you can go grab today at RadicalRadiance.live. I can't wait to hear how God speaks to you as you walk through it. And help me welcome our new friend, Heather Land, to the show. Heather, welcome to the show. I am so excited to get to talk to you today. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. Looking forward to it. I know, me too. I can't tell you the number of times that you have made me laugh or have been a part of friend get-togethers where we have listened to you, and I I just adore you, and so it's so fun to get to chat with you. I just jumped at the chance to talk about Family Camp because I'm excited about that film, but also... You're just the best, and I just can't wait so to have this sweet. conversation. So well, I just I want you I can to know live that up to your expectations. <laughs> we'll oh my see. goodness! Absolutely, <laughs> you are hilarious. So first of all, you are on tour right now. I am. I am literally. You in are a hotel room, uh, a, a kind of a dumpy one, if I can. If I can <laughs> uh, somewhere Houston, Texas. Uh, I've got a show tonight. We've landed somewhere around three a.m. And, wow. uh, yeah, on tour currently and just loving it always. Yeah. I want to hear what, what's been fun or what have you looked forward to after such a weird time where we don't do things like tours? What's been exciting for you in that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's the simplest thing, but it's, uh, definitely hugging necks and just being yeah. with real live people in the flesh. I mean, it's what I loved about touring the most anyway. And then yeah. um, not having that was, yeah, it was hard. Um, it was great yeah. to have a little downtime. I think a lot of us experienced that. But, you know, I mean, after a couple of months, I was just chomping at the bit to to get back uh, into some human interaction. So that's been really great for me. I just love hugging people and and meet and greets are my favorite. So it's been really nice to reconnect with people on the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So with family camp, was it, when was it filmed at what part in the pandemic or before or what? Yeah. Kind of smack dab in the middle. It was summer of 2020. I don't know if we were all brave or crazy, but yeah, um, we were, you know, constantly testing and, uh, you know, there's uh, so many people on, on crew and, and so many actors. It was, it's, you know, it's definitely, uh, we were not adhering to, uh, <laughs> social distancing protocols, but we were doing our best. Um, yeah. so yeah, it was kind of right in the middle, but it was actually a really great respite from just mm. from all the, you know, COVID, uh, you know, goings on. It was really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so for our friends who have not heard about the film yet, I would love for you to tell them just a little bit about it. Yeah, Family Camp is, gosh, you know, it's such a feel-good film for sure. Yeah. And what I love about it is that it's very, um, 
it's kid friendly, which, you know, I try to keep my comedy the same. Um, I, I like yeah. for families to be able, for parents to feel like they can, you know, bring their kids along. And this is what that film is. And, you know, it's faith based. Mm. So um, obviously um, all of our uh, church going friends and, and religious uh you know, friends out there are going to really uh, relate and, and really enjoy mm-hmm. uh, watching it. But yeah, it just really, and it really is funny. And as someone who is a comedian for a living, I don't offer that up very freely. <laughs> it takes a sure. lot to laugh. Um, but I really think it's a really funny, uh, really cute film. So I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah. I wonder, as as I was watching the trailer and watching a little bit of it, I wondered what about the storyline, if anything, felt familiar to you. Like, did you have camp experiences as a child? I know I did. So as I watched that, like, it sort of took me back into that. So what was that like for you? That's exactly how it was for me. I grew up in church. I grew up um, going to church camp every single year. I mean, it was the highlight of my year. So, of course, walking back onto that set, you know, seeing the... um, the bunks and the just the whole campsite it just it brought back great memories and then also some not so nostalgic memories of just you know having to go to dinner with wet hair in front of all the boys yeah. <laughs> uh, because you'd been swimming all day <laughs> all those great memories um but yeah it was uh, it brought up a, a lot of memories and um definitely had the uh the whole the whole church camp experience and and i really actually kind of loved that about it yeah um, I think anybody who has been raised in church or has any sort of um, church experience is going to relate, whether they've been to a mm. camp or not. They're, they're going to get it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay, so I'm thinking about, you know, you shared about doing it, filming it in the middle of the pandemic. What was your favorite part about being a part of that project? I think for sure... The, the best part for me was um, just getting to meet new people and make new connections. And, yeah. And honestly, really challenging myself to get out, you know, outside of the box and, and do some acting. I mean, I'm not an actor, you know, I'm just ridiculous. And um, luckily, they found a beautiful part for me to play. Uh, yeah. Cookie, she's ridiculous, you know, times 10. She's basically me on steroids. Um, so that was a great experience as well, really pushing myself out yeah. of my comfort zone and um, showing myself what I'm capable of. And I'll tell you this too, just as a side note, in my 40s, uh, and I think just as life progresses, I really am seeing like, oh, I've got more in me than I than I knew I did. Um, so, so family camp really helped uh, draw some of that out as well. But yeah, I mean, I was on set with just some amazing amazing mm. actors and um that was just such a such a great experience for me i was just it was very mm. humbling i love that and i i want to go back to the whole i have more in me thing i just wonder for somebody listening who maybe they have walked into something that feels like a new challenge for them or on the other side of the pandemic life has handed them something new that maybe they didn't choose but they're like okay yeah, Heather, Rebecca, like, I think I have more in me too. Like, how would you, how would you want to encourage them on the other side of going through that yourself? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And uh, I mean, that started, you know, even way before camp, uh, family camp, I know we're, we're here to talk about that, but, um, 
you know, I think it, it even goes a little bit farther back if I can just, if, you know. Yeah, please. Um, it goes even farther back for me to, uh, you know, I've been in ministry my whole my whole adult life and went through a, a big divorce, you know, in the middle of church and uh, in, in ministry. And so I think walking through that is what started that process in me where I was like, okay, I am strong. I can do this. Um, I am capable. And then after that, it was, of course, you know, being thrown into the comedy world, which I never, Mm -hmm. ever saw coming. I mean, I didn't grow up wanting to be a comedian. So I think, you know, going on those uh, first few runs and trying to trying to do stand up comedy when you've never done it. I mean, I cried many tears. Um, But a girlfriend of mine at the very beginning of that process asked me, do you, do you want to give comedy a, a try? And I said, I'm really scared. And she said, well, do mm. it afraid. And so mm. I, I put do it afraid on a little post-it note and stuck it on my computer. And honestly, I live by it. I mean, there are yeah. so many things that I've had to do, uh, you know, with uh, my knees, you know, clacking together from, you know, fear. But man, it those have been some of the most rewarding things. So I think, you know, to yeah. any woman who is really struggling, thinking maybe she doesn't have it in her, or she can't move forward, or um, she can't try new things. I think I would, yeah, use the words of my friend and, and say, do it afraid. I think you'll surprise mm. yourself. Hey friends, quick break in this conversation to remind you of something. If you are loving the show, you're loving the conversations we're having, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts for Radical Radiance. When that happens, when more of those happen, the show gets put in front of more women and in turn it allows them the opportunity to take part in conversations that will show them more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Jesus. And I can't think of anything better than that. So it would mean the world to me if you would take just two minutes of your time and leave a rating and a written review. I'd love to hear what you think. Now, let's get back to the conversation. I love that. I was talking to a friend the other day about the <laughs> about the way that we make decisions, and we're very similar in personality, and I feel like you'll relate to this. She said, something my husband says about me is... There are sort of two kinds of people in the world. There are people who aim and then fire. And there are people who fire and then aim. (laughs) And just aren't afraid to just like go after it and then figure out the rest later. And that's totally our personality. And we were talking about the challenges of that, right? Like there are times when... I'll jump too fast or I'll be too scrappy and I'll have to come back and say, okay, I could be a little bit more intentional about the way that I pursue this or whatever. Um, And then there's the opposite person, right? Who has to have all the answers before they make the jump. And I think that's where the do it afraid type mentality really comes into play because there are times when we're called to do that, when we, we just need to to do the thing. And um, I don't know, I I relate way more to uh, aim and then or I'm sorry, fire and then aim. So there are challenges to that, but I agree with you. Sometimes it's just, we have to, we have to try it yeah. or do it even when we're scared. Well, I think the the more I've actually practiced that, I, I'm a little bit more at this point, I'm, I'm more of a, of a, of a fire than aim uh, at mm-hmm. this point myself. I, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I've proven to myself I can do a lot of things. Let's just go yeah. for it. And then, you know, it's like a ask for, uh, ask for permission later. What is the thing? Yeah. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for later. forgiveness instead of 
permission. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's kind of where I live. And I, I realize my, my husband is very, um, he's very methodical and um, he definitely uh, aims first. And I think that yeah. probably subconsciously, it's one of the reasons I married him. <laughs> yeah. It's a great balance for me in that way. Yeah. Keeps me on track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my relationship with my husband is very similar in that. So that's interesting. I we have the same mm-hmm. kind of dynamic. So so that's interesting. There are times where I'm like, "All right, let's do it." And there are times where he's like, "Wait, but here's the seven things that you need to think about before <laughs> exactly. you make this decision." Exactly. I so relate. <laughs> yeah. I so relate. Yeah. Yeah, make you I think love through that. all the things. I know. Yeah. I, know. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so again, we're here to talk about family camp, but I just have to ask you this because I've watched your videos for so long. And I've loved you for so long. I want to hear the backstory behind I Ain't Doing It. Like, how did that start for you? When did that start for you? Um, Well, I uh, lived in Colorado Springs when I started going through my divorce. And I guess this was like 2013, maybe, or 14. And uh, I scooped up my kids and I moved back home to to Tennessee. And I had to live in Wait, where in Tennessee? Uh, I'm from a little town called Milan, Tennessee, in West. Okay. Near okay. I grew up in northeast, like tip top of the state in Kingsport. So, oh, um, yeah, I know where that is. We live in Nashville. So, yeah, I figured I you did. Yeah. Okay, bit. cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I moved back home to my little hometown that I swore I would never, you know, live in again. And, yeah. you know, I'd been in ministry my whole life. So, I had to figure out okay, what, what is this new life I'm living? You know, how am I going to make a living? And so uh, I started working for a, a guy. He's now a really good buddy of mine, but I was doing just administrative work. And my son had showed me Snapchat. It was right when Snapchat came out. Mm. Maybe, don't quote me on that. But um, he showed me Snapchat. And so I found the absolute ugliest filter I could find. Yeah. And just started making dumb videos between me and my friends. They weren't even, I ain't doing it videos. Um, yeah, just stupid videos. And they kept pushing me to put them on social media, which I would never do. And finally, I put one on social media just on my personal Facebook page. And uh-huh. people started watching it. And they said they were saying, we love this. I ain't doing it video. And I didn't even know what they were talking about because I had no idea that I even said I ain't doing it, which was very interesting. Greatest mistake of my life, probably. Yeah. So they they asked for more videos, and so I just started making more videos and just posting them, yeah, just to Facebook. And uh, a blogger who is now a really good friend of mine, Susanna Lewis, Whoa Susanna is her handle, she okay. reached out to me and asked if she could share one of my videos. And, and uh, she said, I need you to start a fan page because when I share it, she had like a million followers. So she's like, it's going to blow up and... You're gonna you're gonna need to house all these people somewhere. Yeah. So very reluctantly, I started a comedy fan page, and the day she posted that video, I had over a hundred thousand followers. And then <laughs> a month to the day, I had a million. And then two months to the day, I had two million. And oh, I just it, my yeah, it just goodness. threw me into a tailspin. I was getting just thousands of messages. Um, wanting me to come, people thought I was a comedian, come do comedy, come to my fundraiser, come to my church. And yeah, so that's when I really did have a a decision to make. Am am I going to, you know, keep working my desk job that I am very grateful for? Or do I want to see about this? And I just knew, God, like I said, you know, I was just petrified, but I knew I would regret it. 
if I didn't yeah. give it a try. I thought I can always get a desk job. I could always yeah. come back to this. Um, totally. Yeah. So four months later, I quit my job. I actually was it wow. that, it wasn't even that long. It was like two months. Yeah, I quit my job and hit the road. Sold my house, moved to Nashville, um, moved in with my then business partner and his wife, who she was my assistant, and we homeschooled our kids together. And it was, it was nuts. It was it's that still is nuts. So wild. Um, <laughs> it's transi- transitioned and changed quite a bit over the past few years, but here we are five years later and uh, still sitting in a hotel room talking to you. So yeah, that is I, so I awesome. Love it. It's been a wild ride for sure. Yeah, man. And I'm just thinking through that process. You so beautifully told us about that season in like three minutes and I can't <laughs> fathom like just the challenges that came along with that. Like I, I know even in our life, I got married about three years ago. i moved from everything I've ever known nine hours away and just started a whole new season. And like, I can tell that story quickly now, but there were such challenges in that and balancing even different priorities. Like for a while you still had a full-time job while you were pursuing comedy. And so there's sort of this, this conversation that I'd love to hear your thoughts on about, having multiple passions, right? Like you are an actor, you're a comedian, you're a mom, like all of these different phases of life. What does it look like for you? And I hate the word balance, but I don't know a better word, right? Like how do you hold all of those things in your life? Maybe that's a better way to say it. I mean, I don't even know if, if balance is applicable here. I mean, yeah. there is no balance sometimes. Right. I mean, it's it looks like controlled chaos, if I'm being yeah. honest. I mean, it's true. I mean, some days I get out of bed and am just a boss lady. I'm productive all day. I've parented the crap out of my kids. I'm like <laughs> the best at everything. And then some days I'll just stare at the walls and I'm like, what is my life? I don't even know how to move forward. I mean, it's just, it is a juggling act and it, it's different. I think balance looks different for everybody. I mean, yeah. um, some days you have to give more to your kids than anything else. Some days you have mm. to give more to your career. It just is, I think, this ebb and flow and this really mm-hmm. being able to, to move and um, gauge and go with your gut. And what do I need yeah. to do right now? What is you know, most important. Are my kids happy and fed and doing okay? Okay, I can hit the road for three weeks, you know. Uh, Are my kids struggling and do we need family counseling? Do I need to take a break? Like you have to be, I think, aware of Mm -hmm. uh, all of the plates that you're spinning and which ones are about to crash and burn. Um, And which ones, you know, are, are, are keeping on keeping on. I just, yeah, I think... I think it's just, uh, it's different for everybody, but it is difficult. I mean, there's yeah. no easy, there's no easy answer. It's, we do the best we can and yeah. you know, with what's in front of us. And, and if we can't, we can't We change some it. days. We can't yeah. Yeah, do something different. You know, if there comes a point where I can't stay on the road or my kids need more attention than I am, you know, giving them, I mean, I have to pivot and yeah. I think holding things loosely is, uh, mm. probably a, a, 
you know, something I would say helps us be able to pivot a little bit easier. If we're, if we're yeah. not stuck, you know, if we're not too hard in the paint on one certain thing, then we're a little bit more pliable and able to, yeah. to move. So, yeah, that's a long answer. Um, all to say, I don't know. I don't know about Yeah. This. Like, when you find out, please call me back. <laughs> I know. I I love what you said about holding things loosely. I am walking through writing my first book right now and I say oh, that all you. thank you. I, I say that yeah. often because I think whether it's you're going out on tour, you're writing a book, you're starting whatever thing it is, um, you might have an idea of what that might look like or what that process will be. But I know for me I've had to be so adaptable and, and going through this process has taught me that, that, um, you know, God put it on my heart for a reason. He opened the doors, but the actual doing of it, I have to hold loosely. It's interesting to just walk through that and, uh, and learn how to hold it loosely. And, um, well, you know, I think, yeah. I think that the process for most people, just like you're describing is probably pretty nasty and ugly, but uh, people don't really see totally. that part. They see the other side, like they see you up on stage doing comedy, and I'm like, "Do you know totally. how many tears I've shed doing this? Do you know? How do you know how this? Do you know how this set started before it got good? <laughs> right? Like right. before? Right. You know you what I mean? Know, there's a reason I do comedy. Like a lot of this material is like I'll I have to laugh or I'll cry. Okay? Because yes. you don't you weren't there with me when I was <laughs> you know in the trenches. That's what people don't see. But I will say yep. this. Once you go through something, it doesn't have to be traumatizing. For me, it was. For me, it was divorce. But I really do think that, like, once you have this one thing, whatever it is, that shows you your capacity and your capability, mm. the rest is a little bit easier to take, right? Like, you've probably yeah. been through a few things in your life. So, when you're writing this book, you're able to go, you know what, I just got to hold it loosely. But that comes yeah. with experience, really. Yep. So I think not, not if I can say this, like not crapping on the bad experiences we've yeah. had, really looking at them like, man, they're shaping me into a really awesome wom older woman, like middle-aged yeah. woman, and I'm proud of that. It's, it's all uh, perspective, really. That. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's so good. Okay, before we go, there's a question that I ask every one of my guests, and I'm so excited to ask you. The podcast is called Radical Radiance with a heart to help women see more about what it looks like to radiate the heart of Christ in, in their life, their work, their relationships. And it goes back to this verse in Psalm 34. It's verse 5, and it says, Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces are never covered in shame. I love that verse. And so the question I love asking, Heather, is what about Jesus makes you radiant? Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't know that I'm too radiant. I mean, um, some days I'm like, Lord, I think you're probably grossly disappointed in me today. But I'll tell you one thing that I try to really mirror um, when it comes to my love for Jesus and, and just my, you know, openness to, to continuing to follow him is really just trying to be, I think, empathetic. I think my mm. empathy uh, hopefully keeps me in a good spot, you know, uh, yeah. while I'm while I'm navigating social media and all these people and their thoughts and emotions. I think staying, um, staying kind and, and loving mm -hmm. and yeah, just really trying to empathize with people. You know, we don't know what people go through behind closed doors and uh, there's a lot of angry folks out there. Um, but I think 
just having some grace when it comes to yeah. that. Uh, handling people maybe, you know, hopefully the way Jesus would have um, is yeah. always at the top of my list and, and my biggest goal, actually. Uh, just kind of mm. try to love people where they are. Some days, if I'm being real honest, it's a lot more difficult than others. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had a lady at a show Absolutely. a few weeks ago tell me I was getting fat, and I had a hard time. Oh, my word. Not yeah. wanting to... Um, publicly shame her because I'm human and we're all human. Totally. I do, that, um, I do think that, yeah, you know, trying to, trying to stay, stay empathetic and, and, uh, show that grace. I mean, that's who Jesus was, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. Okay, so for our friends who are listening and they want to catch you on tour, they want to go see Family Camp, will you let them know how they can connect with you, grab tickets, go see the film, all of those things? Yes, so the film uh, drops May 13th uh, at various uh, theaters across the world. Uh, You check your local listings for that. Uh, As far as the Age Gap Tour, you can check that out on heatherlandofficial.com. Uh, slash events. You can get all the ticket information that you need uh, on my website. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Heather, I am so grateful for you and the infinite number of times you have made me laugh in my life over the last 10 years. (laughs) And so it's been such a joy, I know, to get to meet you and hear about Family Camp. And I can't wait for our listeners to go see it. So thanks for being my guest today. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. It's been wonderful. Thanks, Rebecca. You just love her. I adore Heather, and I can't wait to hear what you think after you watch Family Camp and go check out her Age Gap tour. She is on tour as we speak. And next episode, I can't wait to share a very special conversation with you as I sit down with my new friend, Diane Derby, author of 200 Tuesdays. This conversation and what God did in her life gives me some major Tuesdays with Maury vibes, and I loved talking about about her story. I can't wait to share my conversation with her. So join me next time as we sit down with Diane.